great to be back in the house of the Lord. Yeah, praise the Lord for a wonderful time of Christmas. And uh, you want to know what I got for this Christmas? I'm glad that many of you would want to know, huh? Yeah, I tell you, I'm so excited and happy for all the goodies, goodies that I got this Christmas, including the gift from uh, members as well as all the food staff that are on the dining table. Thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your concern for us. We are really, really blessed. And I got a lot of sportswear this Christmas, from sports t-shirt, uh, shorts, socks, and shoes. And I thank God for shoes. Huh? I have worn out three pairs of walking shoes huh? uh, for my exercises, and uh, now I'm getting another pair. Thank God for that. And uh, we have a lot of food stuff in the house, and we are really enjoying it. And uh, uh, there are too much for us to eat all of them. And uh, we have been also sharing with uh, some of our people that we know. And there are at least four cakes in the fridge, but our fridge can only put two, two cakes. And so we have to uh, eat some of it and give some of it and share it away. And because of the SOP that is in force now, that is limited to only 20 packs per landed property, not many of us can come uh, and visit one another, and it is not so real a uh, celebration as well, and most of us are by ourselves. And by a real celebration, I mean that many people come, neighbours come, friends come, relatives come, Members come, visiting one another, where there will be lots of food, lots of uh, coffee as well, and uh, laughter, fellowship, and there are carols that are ringing out in the neighborhood, and people and the neighbors are hearing about the carols as well. And uh, there is an exchange of gift and the reading of the Christmas story, and I think that that is important, and for what it really means that we are reading it again. And this year, because of the COVID-19, it has taken away the joy of Christmas and also the carol singing spirit is stifled. It is quiet now, but nevertheless, it is still going on in other ways. Is Christmas really all about crowds and decorations, gifts and celebrations? Is it all about that? I trust that you have watched our production on oh what a saviour and you have understood the meaning of that production we can still have joy in the midst of disappointment that is what christmas means we have just celebrated christmas two days ago and we are back in service today and today is the last sunday of the year and for those of you who have been with us for the year congratulations you have been faithful in attending the service and uh, we are so glad that you are part of our great family and for some of you who are still visiting with us, you are welcome to do so. What is there after the hype is over? What is there after the hype is over for Christmas? I would like to follow up on the Christmas event. The Christmas event, and this morning I want to preach on the subsequent action of the believers after the good news regarding the birth of our Lord Jesus, the Saviour of the world. 
Someone has said that every day can be Christmas and let me remind us that that is true and that is so, that every day can be Christmas and we are to share the joy of Christmas every day, wherever we go, whether you will name it as Christmas or some other name, that Jesus has come and that is the good news. The great news of the birth of Jesus to redeem the world is not to be understood uh, is, to, is not to be understated and vanish from thin air. Such exceeding joy of a Saviour given to all mankind is to be shared, shared urgently, shared fervently, and shared constantly. This is better than all the gift that is at the Christmas tree or from the world. The title of my message this morning is Joy to the World. And I want to read that passage from Luke chapter 2, from verse 8 to verse 20. Follow along as I read from verse 8. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And this is a familiar passage that we read many, many times. From verse 8, it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom His favour rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherd returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they have heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this recording on this first Christmas. Thank you, Lord, that you send your angels to make known to us the story of the birth of our Saviour. It may, it may seem strange that Jesus would come, but yet, Lord, in your wisdom, you find it fitting that you send Jesus to be the bearer of our sins. And since He has came, He has carried our sins and our burden upon Himself. And He has sacrificed Himself. And today, joy of Christmas can be shared fervently, urgently. And we thank you for this great, great news that you have come to us. And thank you for today, 
that we are still hearing this good news. We commit ourselves to you. Minister to us, we pray in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to say that in verse 20 again. It says that the shepherd returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. We are very familiar with this Christmas story. Here in the Gospel of Luke, it's recorded for us the event of the birth of Jesus. It began with the government order that uh, people would have to go back to their hometown to register because of the census. And so here, we have Joseph and Mary. They travel from Nazareth up north in Galilee and travel all the way down to Bethlehem, the town of David, because they were from the house of David. Earlier in the Gospel, we read that the angel Gabriel announced to Mary that she will be with child, and she will bear the child, and the child will be born a boy. And so they came all the way to Bethlehem, and when they arrived in Bethlehem, a time for her, to give birth to the baby. And there was no room in the inn. And so they found themselves a cave where the people would use to keep their animals. And there this family went in to recite. And there Mary gave birth to the baby Jesus. And she wrapped, her, wrapped him in cloth, in cloth and put the baby on a manger. And the manger was actually the feeding trough for the animals. And so that feeding trough became the baby cot for Jesus. That night, there were shepherds keeping, their, uh, the, keeping watch of their sheep out in the open, somewhere away from Bethlehem. And the glory of the angel came and shone around them, and they were terrified, and the angels told them about the good news. And of course, the Saviour has been born to them. And there came the host of angels as well, singing and glorifying God. And so the shepherds were really terrified at the glorious sight that this thing would happen on the face of this earth. After the initial shock and the conversation that the shepherd had with the angel, and after they left, the shepherd immediately went to check out the news of the baby in the manger, and they found the family in that cave. They shared the good news to all those around, and they, after they, after, and, and later, as they left, they began to praise the Lord. They began to tell about this great story. They were joyous because God has remembered people on earth and has made way a way for salvation to come to all men. This baby Jesus has been born for us. Now the question that I need to ask and consider is, what if the shepherds did not bother to go and check out on the news of the birth that night? The angel may have appeared to them, spoken to them, told them about the sign. And what if they did not bother to go and check it out. And what if they were too lazy and couldn't be bothered to go and search 
for that family, just like many of us, many of us would not be bothered. Well, the answer that I can think of is nothing will happen and there will be no importance about this news as well because they could not be bothered. But the good news, the good news will be forgotten because they miss the greatest story of the event of history if they did not do anything about. But the great thing that they recorded for us that the shepherd did what was expected and today we continue to celebrate this good news. It is good news. Now what are we to do after when we are here? After when we hear the story of good, this good news? First of all, we see the example of the shepherd that will praise and worship. That will praise and worship. It has been 400 years of silence. And after the Old Testament prophets have spoken and this good news came at last, and the first response, the first response from the shepherd was praise and worship of the Almighty God. When they verify what was told to them, they were glad that they made the effort to search for that family and they found what was just has been told them and they glorify the God Almighty. And God Almighty, they have recognized that they have not forgotten human beings living in those times. 400 years, as I work out, becomes 10 generations. 10 generations is a very long time. And finally, finally, the news came unexpectedly. And it was a piece of good news for all the world. I believe the angels were also waiting in expectation that God would give the green light that Jesus would come at that time, at that hour. And I believe the angels were waiting. And the Bible recorded as in the fullness of time and the perfect timing that Jesus was born. That Jesus was born in those days. The absence of God's intervention in the life of the people for so long and now finally came is really, really, really good news for all. It was the greatest news, greatest news for mankind as they were finally, finally redemption made available for everyone on the face of this earth. It was a natural response in that incident for the shepherd to praise and worship God. And we read in verse 20 exactly what the shepherd did. Even after the initial excitement, two years later, even the Magi's, people from the east, foreigners came to Jerusalem, came searching for the baby Jesus that was born King of the Jews, that they may come and worship Him, that they may come and worship Jesus. This is the hype that we should be involved in. It is not the Christmas decals and the likes, but the praise and worship to God for the redemption God is providing for us. This is the hype. This is the news. This is the happening. This is what we should be all excited about. This is the hype. We should be shouting out loud 
that there is salvation coming from God now. Thank God most of you know Jesus as your Saviour. And this encounter naturally will result in praise and worship to God. It is similar, similar to the shepherds of those days. When they first heard and saw the baby, they worshipped God. They went about a way praising and worshipping God for the plan that God has provided for mankind. It, was, it will be an injustice, really an injustice, if we know of this good news and couldn't be bothered to thank, to praise or to worship God for the provision that He's made for mankind. It would be an injustice. If Jesus stands as a substitute for our sins, if He stands as a substitute for our sins, and, uh, and, and, and we fold our arms as if nothing is happening, as if we couldn't be bothered, it would really be terrible. Our right response would be a heart of praise and worship to God. We will forever be grateful, forever be grateful for this redemptive act of God. God made it at the perfect timing. We need a Saviour, and this Saviour is Jesus, and it has been given to us. So praise and worship God for His love and mercy towards all of us. Joy to the world, the Lord has come to us. It's a story worth repeating year after year, time and again, and every day can be Christmas. That was the first thing that the shepherd did. They praise and worship God. Now the second thing that the shepherd do that I can see here is good tidings be shared. Good tidings be shared. The angel, most probably it was Gabriel, the angel told the shepherd the good news of the birth of Jesus as the saviour of the world. He was not a usual child, but the saviour of the world. God was giving a saviour for all mankind, and from this child, salvation has become a reality, and those that are waiting in expectation of the Messiah can have their dreams and their hope fulfilled. And being the Saviour, it is not to be kept quiet or secret about it. The next natural response of the shepherd was to share, was to share to everyone nearby where they were. And I believe that was one of the reasons why God revealed to shepherds and not to religious leaders of that time. Shepherds, the job of shepherd has not been a well uh, taken in uh, occupation. Shepherd has been looked down many times and uh, looks like it is a menial and those people who cannot make it in life would want to be shepherds. And during that time, this news of the birth of Jesus was not revealed to religious leaders. If the news were revealed to the religious leader, I can imagine, I can imagine the jealousy that they would have and they would not take action, and the good news would just fade away. To them, the Saviour or the Messiah has certain pre-qualification, has certain outstanding feature, and Jesus did not meet those expectations. If it's revealed to them, they would not be bothered. But God revealed to His humble, simple shepherds. 
God chose to reveal to lowly people. And because they were shepherds, they share the good news to people. Praise the Lord! The Saviour has been revealed and has been shared. And even until today, it is still being continued. I was told of a real-life story by my lecturer that how he observed a guy walking up and down the bus stop that he was going there to wait for his bus to go home. Earlier, there was a road accident and this guy witnessed firsthand he saw the whole accident that happened and he was so excited that he was the one that witnessed it and he couldn't wait to tell everybody what happened, especially those that are waiting at the bus stop. He was so excited being the witness while it's like, you know, striking the jackpot like that. You know, uh, it happened just in front of his eyes. So my lecturer arrived, he observed this guy walking up and down the bus, the bus stop, waiting, waiting to tell anybody that he see and, and tell what actually happened. It was all exciting and he couldn't wait to tell others. He felt like really that he got a windfall. It was just an accident. He witnessed this and he couldn't wait to tell. What about us? What about the shepherd? who witnessed and saw the baby Jesus in the manger and confirmed by what the angel told them about. And we have found a cure for all sicknesses. We have found a cure for all sicknesses. And this is being saved from our sins. This is being saved from our sins. Sins has devastated all humans, both physically and spiritually. And now we can have and assured eternity with God, even though our physical being may fail sometime along the way. But our spirit is rescued from eternal damnation, eternal judgment from God. We can escape the consequences of our sins because the Saviour has been born. The greatest news is not about having found the cure for cancer, or even the vaccine for COVID-19, but an eternal salvation for the soul that will live forever in the presence of God. The cure is salvation from eternal separation from God to a place that God did not design for human beings, but for the devils and the evil ones. Let's not be found there with Him. The punishment was passed on to Jesus we, because of our sins, has inherited a condemnation by God, uh, by God. But now, through Jesus being the Savior of the world, we can pass on that punishment onto Jesus. We can now have an eternity in the presence of God. The, this good tiding is to be shared and told again and again, lest any other people would have missed it. Let us Repeat that story again. Our natural response is to share to anyone who has not heard. Who has not heard. This Jesus is our answer to our sin problem. And thirdly, what is there that is left? The actions of the believer after the good news was hope will rise. Hope will rise. So now we look into the responses of the lowly, simple, and humble shepherds. They did just as expected by God. 
The gift of a Saviour will result in the rising of hope for all mankind. 400 years has come and gone, and now finally the Saviour appeared. The hope has come, and we are to praise the Lord, we are to praise God, we are to share this good news to everyone on the face of this earth. We now no longer have to die without hope, we no longer be lost without hope, Jesus has come to set us free from condemnation and that is why it is called the good news and it is for everyone who will believe. To God, this is the greatest, greatest and loveliest act that He has done for all creation. He made everyone, He made everything and now He redeemed everything for Himself. He first made man to enjoy fellowship with Him. And it was destroyed because of disobedience. And now God did not forget about His creation. He sent a Saviour to restore that hope that we will be with Him again. And He redeemed all that He has made. The crown of His creation, He redeemed by sending Jesus as the Saviour. These are the loving acts that only God can do. Nobody else Nobody is qualified enough to do it. We are born at the right time to, to inherit this gift. Praise the Lord, this is the right time. That is why Christmas, uh, Christmas is joy to the world. And it, it can be experienced every other day when we surrender our life to Him. No more condemnation, but become children of the Most High God. Our eternity is assured. It's really assured. Founded on the solid rock of Jesus. You know, one of the joy of waiting is the birth of our child. When my first baby was born, it took 26 hours from the admission to the birth. It was a very long and anxious wait. I checked in my wife in the evening and in the morning, I went and checked it out at a hospital, and I was told, not yet. I even went back to work that morning, and I went, came back to the hospital in the afternoon, and I was told, not yet. To add stress, my mother-in-law came and told me why not have a C-section to reduce the labour. So when the child was finally birthed, it was such a relief. It was such a relief. It was good news that the wait was over. The anxiety was over. The sweat, the, the turmoil that was going on is finally over. Thank God, two-thirds of the world's population has heard the good news. Either fully or in some parts, they have heard. Many of us evangelical knows the meaning in full, or many of us know the Christmas story at least. We know it somewhat. The question is what about the other third that has yet to know the good news? Yet to hear. There is no hope for them, and they cling on to anything that will give them hope, even the false hope. It's like a drowning man 
that will even snatch at the straw, hoping that the straw can save him. The shepherd did their part, and now it is our turn, our respond like them. Surely such good news, such good news cannot be kept quiet. It must be shared to everyone. It's Liberation Day, and all men have been waiting for this hope, and now it has appeared. We are the agent of this hope, and we owe them this duty to everyone to share about this hope. And we thank God that we are saved from our sins. Praise the Lord. But we also have the responsibility to tell them that they too can be saved from their sins. They too need to be forgiven by God. The hope is to be transmitted. The hope is to be made known. There are others along the way grasping for hope and we have the answer for God, from God to, for them that what they need is to know the baby Jesus. The hope can be realised in the person of Jesus Christ. It is not us to enjoy this joy or have this joy all by ourselves alone. That's why the song says, Go, tell it to the mountains. Today God is calling us to praise and worship Him and to go tell of the Saviour and give hope to those in need, especially those in need. And there are many unfortunate people that are lost, that are struggling, that are having difficulties. And they need this hope, the hope of Jesus. And this Christmas event is to be celebrated by telling others that Jesus the Saviour was born for our redemption. He is here. He is here now. We have hope for the future and we will not be disappointed. And so in conclusion, I want us to consider the plan of God. It took 400 years before God acted to bring about the birth of Jesus. And the scripture recorded that it was in the fullness of time and the perfect time that Jesus came. Why that long? Some of us may ask. Why it has to take 400 years? It was because by then, many people were in desperation for a saviour. And many were perishing into hellfire. And it was a time, the peak, that God would step into the picture. And what is most important is God saw me and you on the knife edge. We will perish if Jesus did not come then. He came and we are saved today. Praise the Lord. We are a privileged lot. A privileged Lord. Why the lowly and humble shepherd? Because they were simple and responded enthusiastically to the good news and propagated the good news around. They did not keep it to themselves but shared the good news. Christmas was not for themselves alone but for everyone and they couldn't hold back the news. Hope has come upon men. And today I want to speak to two groups of people. Firstly, I want to speak to those of us who are privileged to be saved 
at this time. The greatest thing that happened in history is to be told. And most of us feel that believing in Jesus is a personal thing and you are not sure if your friends and your relatives are interested to know. We are hesitant to share because we are afraid that we may be rejected. But let me say that this is Christmas season. And because it is Christmas season, the opportunity is open to us. In fact, it is open to us all the time. But because it is Christmas season, their resistance is down. It's down. So let's, let's begin to share our story to them. This is opportunity time. If Jesus is meaningful to us, if He means something to us, then we have a reason to share with them. They may be waiting for us to tell our story. Let us be telling like the shepherd. And these are the good group, first group of people that I want to pray for. That you have had the opportunity, you have been touched by God, and you know that certain people, certain individuals that you would like to share, but you are not sure. And this morning, I would like to pray for you as well that God would take, make use of us and that we become the herald of the great news. And I'm going to pray for you afterward. And then there's a second group of people that I want to pray for is that those of you who have not yet established a relationship with Jesus. Let me say that you are at the privileged position today, that you are at the best time locking in to our service. He is the saviour of our soul. And we can be related back to God, God Almighty. He came to take away the hindrance between God and men. When we accept Jesus as our Saviour, that hindrance is removed, that wall is broken down, and we can be reunited and have fellowship back with God again, who is our Father. All our sins are forgiven when we become a child of God when we confess Him and believe Him. That is why Christmas is joy to the world, because Jesus is the only way to God.